If I was a catfish swimming in the deep blue sea, Lord, was a catfish swimming in the deep blue sea. If I was a catfish swimming in the deep blue sea, it'd be hey, 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 hey. I would start all you women. Diving after me, start all you women, diving after me. I would start all you women, diving after me. And it's hey, 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 hey. Hey, me rider, tell me talking to you.
Beautiful. <laughs> this microphone smells really breathy. I listened to some of the podcast on. It was. It wasn't even us talking. It was. Sorry, can you hand me the red, uh, the red earphones? I can't. Yeah, the music. Um, even the music sounded kind of distorted. When? Last week. Really? Yeah, because sometimes I listen to see like what songs I played. Because sometimes I don't play the entire. Set and it sounded like it was kind of distorted towards the end, but interesting. It could be just, I mean, it wasn't any vocal mics, it was just the actual stream sounded distorted. But oh, and now I can hear stuff. Okay, cool. Cool. So, anyways, let's see. This week we have uh, your fearless leader, they're going to be joining us. Um, not too long from now, hopefully, but uh, we have a couple new stories for you. Um, Emma Watson is in the news as uh, she's come out in the past couple years as a feminist, and people are, are giving her shit because she was wearing a revealing oh, right. top on the cover of Vanity Fair. And she's also going to be in the live-action version of Beauty and the Beast coming out next week. I'm excited. Uh, so let's see what she has to say. Vanity unfair. <laughs> Feminist activist Emma Watson was accused of hypocrisy after posing in a revealing top as if, as if. <laughs> Emma Watson is a hero, and not just because she was in the Harry Potter film. She's a hero because she's become one of the most outspoken Brits in the entertainment world. Never afraid to call out bullshit when she sees it. The UN Women's Goodwill Ambassador and all-round legend eloquently defended her decision to pose in a revealing top in Vanity Fair with grace, good humor, and an invisible knee right to the balls of Piers Morgan <laughs> and online trolls. Here are some of her wisest words. Um, on equal rights, uh, the speech made at the UN headquarters in 2014. I think it is right that as a woman I am paid the same as my male counterparts. I think it is right that I should be able to make decisions about my own body. I think it is right that women be involved on my behalf in the policies and decision making of my country. I think it is right that socially I am afforded the same respect as men, but sadly I can say that there is no one country in the world where all women can expect to receive these rights. But that can change. On becoming politically engaged, introducing the Emma Watson Scholarship in 2016. The last two years have been a baptism of fire, to say the least. I learned just how little I know and also how much. It was my scary first step as an activist, a word I never imagined I would use to describe myself. But for the first time in my life, I found a sisterhood, a brotherhood, however you want to describe it. I found my tribe. On Beauty, Facebook 2015, beauty is not long hair, skinny legs, tan skin, or perfect teeth. Believe me, beauty is what we feel in the inside, which also shows outside us. Beauty is the marks the life leaves on us, all the kicks and the caresses the memories leave us. Beauty is letting yourself live. Um, 
on her Vanity Fair shoot, Beauty and the Beast promo, 2017. It just always reveals to me how many misconceptions and what a misunderstanding there is about what feminism is. Feminism is about giving women choice. Feminism is not a stick with which to beat other women with. It's about freedom. It's about liberation. It's about equality. I really don't know what my tits have to do with it. <laughs> yeah the quote of the year right there yeah <laughs> that's pretty good and um that's in the the enemy.com and if you're just tuning in this is uh, sounds from the street we're on we try to be on every saturday <laughs> from 6 to 8 p.m mm-hmm. uh, streaming at mutinyradio.fm and any f- if you want to talk about feminism you can give us a call 415-550-0511 except you sweet gail you can stay away from our show. <laughs> Although, be a feminist. Um, <laughs> I have Pearl Jam in the news, and they did something great as well, because Pearl Jam invites snubbed former drummers to Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. Quoting, have to say, wish HR and Perry uh, Farrell were going to be there too. End quote. Uh, Pearl Jam are members of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Fame's 2017 induction class. However, the Rock and Roll, the Rock Hall, doesn't always recognize the band's complete lineup. Nirvana's pre-Dave Grohl drummer Chad Chan- uh, Channing is not a member of the Rock and Roll Hall, and for example, neither is former Guns N' Roses guitarist Buckethead. Uh, the Hall of the Rock Halls. I can't keep calling it that. It throws me off. Uh, website specifies six members of the band who will be indu- inducted, including drummers Matt Cameron, Dave Cruson, former drummer Babe Abruzzi, Jack Irons, and Matt Chamberlain um, are not listed as inductees. And recently, Abruzzi aired his frustrations over the snub on his Facebook. Today, Pearl Jams have shared a note on Facebook where they publicly invite every former drummer to the induction ceremony. Quoting, while awards and accolades are understandably subjective and the countless number of our peers have yet to be honored, we do feel fortunate to be recognized and provided the opportunity to reunite with everyone who has been a part of the group. Um, specifically, the drummers who left their distinctive mark on our band in the pre-Matt Cameron years. Dave Cruzen, Matt Chamberlain, Dave Abaruzzi, and Jack Irons are each individually great players who gave their all to the early recordings and live gigs. Looking forward to seeing them all and other musicians on the bill. Um, a representative for the Rock and Roll uh, Hall clarified the, to Rolling Stone that while Abruzzi, Abruzzi, I want to say this last name is, sorry if I fucking fucked it up, uh, Irons and Chamberlain have been invited to the ceremony and they will not be inducted. In the note, Pearl Jam also expressed their regrets that fellow nominees Brad Brains and Bad Brains, sorry, and Jane's Addiction weren't included, inducted as well. If anything else, it makes us feel lucky and appreciative for the nod. They wrote, find the full note below. It was recently revealed that Neil Young will induct Pearl Jam into the Rock Hall. Woohoo. Yeah. So this is out of pitchfork. If you want to read more, there's a whole note that somebody wrote. You should read it. Super exciting. Oh, I I heard that uh, Eddie Vedder is doing a solo tour, but in Europe. 
Yeah, um, I've actually listened to um, to his like solo ukulele stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Huh. Um, yeah, I recommend. It's a good listen for like um, if you're taking like a relaxing bath or if you're just hanging on a hammock. It's one of those like it's ukulele. It's like really like tender and like has like a bit of Hawaiian feel obviously to it. And it's um kind of interesting that he's gonna go on tour with this music we'll see I, if they were if he were to come to america i'd actually probably pay good money to go to, to see that it would be a hoot yeah uh, let's see um i have a story um stormzy wants to exp- wants his experiences to help others talking about depression in his most powerful statement yet glorious grime star stormzy recently took himself on an epic john across the uk to celebrate the release of his excellent chart-topping debut album gang signs and prayer uh, these were surprise gigs in his home borough of croydon pop-up shows at westfield shopping center <laughs> and photo Photo calls with the Manchester United team at Old Trafford. So far, it's your classic promotional tour, but in the middle of it all, the 23-year-old stopped by Channel 4 to discuss his very personal battle with depression. It wasn't a typical place of promo, and his words transcended the unit-shifting buzz. This wasn't about selling records. This was about reaching out to people in trouble and in pain. The power of Stormzy's words, which were viewed almost seven million times online cannot be under understated to see one of the most recognizable faces in modern british music dedicate an entire interview to a topic that many find difficult to talk about and one that some avoid entirely was a powerful gesture it's a subject the mc highlights on the album during the emotive lay me bear and on primetime news he picked apart his reasons for addressing the issue via the medium of grime. What convinced me to talk about it was the fact that if there's anyone out there going through it, I think to see that I went through it would help, he said. For a long time, I used to think soldiers don't go through that, you know? Strong people in life, the bravest, most courageous people, they don't go through that. And that's not the case. A lot of the people I look up to, I don't know what they've dealt with. So for me, it was like, this is what I dealt with. In the UK, suicide is the biggest killer of men between the age of 20 and 45 it's clear that something needs to be done to reach out to those suffering and while Stormzy's words might not offer a definitive solution they're a damn good start the more depression is discussed in an open forum by figures that young people actually give a shit about the less stigma will be attached to asking for help Calm, the charity dedicated to prevent male suicide, has been offering support to men in crisis since 2006, working with Professor Green, years and years, who we saw at Outside Lens, mm-hmm. um, and the vaccines. It calls upon musicians to share their own experiences in order to make public discussion about mental health a little less scary. Now that Stormzy's added his voice to the conversation, we're hopefully another step closer to an answer. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, definitely. I didn't know that stakes were high in the UK where it's like number one killer of men. Mm-hmm. A pretty wide age range as well. 20 to 45 is mm-hmm. kind of like the majority of men, I want to say. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. 
Well, in lighter news, I do have a Jeff Bridges story. Uh, Jeff Bridges, as you know, is that actor who was in this great movie called The Big Lebowski. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jeff Bridges resurrects the dude and delivers a a eulogy, sorry, the eulogy from The Big Lebowski movie as part of a tribute to his castmate, John Goodman. Oh, he lost a lot of weight. Um... At least for one afternoon, the dude returned. On Friday, John Goodman received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. As part of the festivities, Goodman's big Lebowski castmate, Jeff Bridges, dusted off his old sweater and delivered an iconic eulogy from the Coen Brothers' 1998 cult classic. He's a good actor. He's a good man, John Goodman, Bridges began. He's one of us. He loves the outdoors and acting. As a showman, he has explored the stages from Los Angeles to New York. We're talking Broadway here, man. He's mm-hmm. done some weird little movies, too. And he's lived like so many men prior generations have lived their lives. He is a man of his times, a man of our times, and he has become a legend. He continued, in your wisdom, Lord, you, <laughs> you have lived through John as you have through so many other bright, flowery young actors be- before him. I'm talking about men like Clark Gable. Gabby Hayes, Roy Rogers, to keep in the whole Western thing, Groucho Marx, Jimmy Cagney, who who could go on and on, but you get the idea. Sorry, we can go on and on, but you get the idea. But just concluded his remarks by saying, in accordance with what we think may be our final wishes, we have committed to these sidewalks in Hollywood. And the boss and the bosom of Hollywood you can love so well. A star. A star for you. A star because we love you so well. What time is it? Afternoon? Good afternoon, sweet prince. You can watch the video of his remarks and Jeff Bridges wearing a really funky sweater as John Goodman looks on down. Um, you can find it on YouTube, apparently, but you can also read this more of this story on Consequence of Sound. Woohoo. Man, I need to watch the movie again. It's hilarious. I need to watch it, too. It's one of those... Uh, feel good and then what the fuck movies yeah exactly i need more of that in my life (laughs) well we have a couple songs and coming up next is your fearless leader i believe they'll be here soon and stay tuned for more mutiny radio
fashionably lean And she's fashionably late She'll never rank a scene She'll never break a day But she's no drag, just watch the way she walks
I j- heard that, and that was on the air. Oh. <laughs> nice. All right, all right. Starting off and we approve. Right. <laughs> uh, your fearless leader is here. How you guys doing? Or at least a couple of you guys are here. Not everybody. I'm very disappointed in the people who are not here right now, which is everybody besides us. They're listening. They're listening right now. Hopefully. They better. Hopefully they're tuned in to mutinyradio.fm. If not, they can hear the podcast later tonight. Uh, So tell me a little bit about the history of your band. So... uh, we're called Your Fearless Leader. We've been uh, a band for about a year and a half now. Um, it originated as a solo project, actually, uh, that I started um, with no really set direction or ambition. Mm-hmm. It was just writing. And and then I started introducing songs to some friends who are also musicians, and it sort of just kind of snowballed into this sort of like, oh, let's add this and that, and it, it just became a much bigger thing than I ever really envisioned it to become. That's awesome. (laughs) And uh, what instruments do you guys play? Oh, yeah. So I'm Lucas, and I play uh, trumpet and guitar. No. Not at the, at the same, same time. time. I okay. think I'm trying at the same time. <laughs> I was right like, working no, yeah. on Open chord, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to visualize that. <laughs> um, I'm Jamil, and I play bass. And my name is Marcus, and I play guitar, and I sing the band. Woohoo! You're like, I sing. I mean... I dabble. <laughs> I, try, I, try. I try. Don't get <laughs> I try to sing. <laughs> and uh, where can people find out more about you guys on the internet? Check us out at yflband.com. That's your fearless leader, the acronym yflband.com. Um, same with Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Push that like button. Y'all. Likes for days. <laughs> likes for days. Hashtag yflband. Yes. <laughs> and when you guys do play a show, how would you describe it to somebody who's never seen it before? What can they expect? We try to make it as epic as possible. You know? <laughs> I think we have a lot of um, band members on stage, and that gives like a pretty good presence for our band already. And like first song that we start off, we try to get it as energetic as possible. You know, when you have trumpet and violin and synth and bass and all the saxophone on stage and everything, it kind of becomes a good like explosion. It sounds like you have a little bit of everything. Like nobody's leaving anything out. No. Yeah. We try to <laughs> we try to go big. Go, yeah. go home. Go yeah. Big, for sure. Home. Yeah. <laughs> Who would you say are your biggest uh, musical influences? I think it varies between who you ask in the band um, because everyone kind of comes with a different experience both musically and just academically through music and you know we all just have a very like diverse I don't know pool of sound that we pull from Um, yeah I mean I say Arcade Fire but like you know like um, our violinist has never heard Arcade Fire before too (laughs) so like she she doesn't know what that is so it's just like um, yeah it's like yeah, there's a lot of uh, influences that comes in and out, but I think um, a lot more like rockabilly kind of uh, mm. sound is like our staple sound, I would have to yeah, say. Yeah. And Marcus's strong vocals like definitely nice. anchors that down for sure. Do you like the cramps? The cramps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's more like psychobilly though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but like we, we have like this sort of foundation of like, I think rock, but then mm-hmm. because we incorporate violin and horn section like a small horn section into it it like i feel it branches out of that and 
It's like more folk or... No, but it's not... No? We don't (laughs) do a lot of folk. I don't know. We have one song that we just introduced that is the first song that we do acoustic, but it's not folky in any way. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So this is like a jam band. Kind of. (laughs) But more like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With a little more like structure. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot more structure than just any jam band. Yeah. 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 Do you keep it all together? Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't ask now. He's the band leader. <laughs> no, not he. Is. He's supposed to be. He, he's the fearless leader right here. <laughs> fearless leader numero uno. <laughs> so you guys are recording at the moment. Yeah. Are yeah. you guys recording in the studio or do you record at home? Yeah. So we do partial from time to time. We tracked all of the drums and everything, and then we try to record as much as possible in studio time, but. There's some extra stuff that we didn't think about in the later editing process, and those stuff we can add from home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's convenient. Mm-hmm. When you record in the studio, do you have connections, or is it usually like you have to pay up front? How does that How does that work? We we have a couple friends who have um, been. They've gone to Expression, uh, and they've sort of kind of evolved as engineers and producers uh, since their time of schooling and so we've kind of utilized their friendship and oh that's convenient yeah, they've been very generous yeah. Yeah. friend with benefits shouts out to Expression College yeah shouts out to Expression <laughs> we're gonna donate your money to a university yeah that's their school of choice for sure <laughs> and are you guys gonna be playing any shows later this year possibly yeah um, you know we have We've kind of shifted our focus a little bit this year. Um, 2016, we we played a lot of shows. A lot. We yeah. played a lot of shows, and we would um, we'd sort of just write a new song and introduce it through a you know, performance, and then just kind of build our set and repertoire through live performance. This year, we're taking a slightly different approach, where we're going to hopefully be actually performing a little bit less, but spending more time in the studio to mm-hmm. just put out a lot more material um, that we can sort of use as our foundation mm-hmm. um, for long term. Yeah. So you can balance it out that way. That right. sounds sounds like a good idea. If you were to go on a West Coast or extensive tour, who would you choose to be your opening act or co-headline or whatever you want to call it? <laughs> Anyone? Is this the fantasy? Pressures. Is this a fantasy <laughs> pick or, <laughs> or like local scene pick? Local scene was um, our violinist is friends with this uh, Chris Humans band. Um, mm. He's very fitting for our boom. Yeah, shouts out to Chris Humans for sure. Chris Humans, yeah. Um, but yeah. I don't know. We we've shared a bill with a lot of local bands in the city, and um, I do a lot of homework in terms of listening to other people's music and picking pe- bands that I feel like would be a, I don't know, cohesive sound with ours. and Bad noise. Yeah, any band, yeah, honestly, any noise. band that we've played with thus far would be, like, pretty rad. Yeah. Bad noise, definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's so many um, great local bands out there mm-hmm. that just has so much energy. Um, just like our band also that, that can support. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Love the local scene. And um, do you ever have additional 
excuse me, additional musicians share the stage with you that aren't necessarily part of the group? Or when you're recording, do you have any like guest musicians? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got I, I got a good buddy of mine, Eric Peralta. He uh, he's shout out to Eric. He is one of the uh, he is the best pianist I've ever met. Like it hands down. And uh, he's uh, he's also very good at hearing things from a different. I don't know, perspective than I am as coming from a writer. Anyone in the band who has their own input, he can kind of be from the outside a very professional ear. Um, and when we need to, he'll add just a little bit of magic. But it, <laughs> just this much. Yeah, but it makes the, like all the difference. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's good to have an outside... Um perspective right. sometimes right because right. you're like I would have never seen it that way yeah um, where can we find samples of your music on Bandcamp or yeah so we have a Bandcamp and SoundCloud and everything so um, we just released our latest single on the run yeah um, and we're pretty proud of that yeah and then we're gonna have much more coming <laughs> yeah, yeah more in the works more in the works yeah more in the works very soon Sure. Yeah, we'll be in the home studio on Monday, this upcoming Monday, and finishing some of the vocal tracks for a couple of the newer songs, um, and then starting to lay some of the bass foundations for just the balls rolling, you know. Slap of the bass, slap of the bass, <laughs> slap of the bass, slap of the bass. <laughs> Are there any songs on here that we could possibly listen to? Yeah, if On the Run is there, I believe... Um, I see the one ghost stories, father, son. This is from your retrospection album. Okay, so yeah, that's our that's our EP that we released in November 2015 mm -hmm. um, on Spotify and iTunes. Is Bandcamp more yeah. up to date? Yeah, okay, let me so. pull that up. We're gonna, <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna push our Bandcamp page right now. It's so relevant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Bandcamp seems to work pretty well. Yeah, it's it's yeah, yeah, it's a great service, and also with those things that they're doing with the uh, ACLU and everything, mm -hmm. I think it's incredible. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. pretty red. Mm -hmm. So it would be on the run and loving the old uh, police vehicle on there. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's some themes going on with this song. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for more Mutiny Radio.
full second. That's the only difference. He's like, I don't accept. Um, tell us about that song, On the Run. Um, okay, uh, so this song actually... This is, a good, this is a question I've been waiting for. Actually, it's good because. Um, oh, that's different. Yeah. Usually, people are like, oh, I don't know. You no. Know, you know, Stop talking to me. Even though I wanted to be on the radio. It's whatever you want it to mean. Yeah. <laughs> no, I. Uh, you know, I was in. I had this sort of riff that is sort of the motif within this song. Um, it's this sort of just major seventh pattern, and it. Um, so I kind of it started. It started with that, and I've had it for like a year. I had it like I just wasn't doing anything with it. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, one day I'm in my room and I start sort of just like imagining actually a music video, a type of music video that I'd like to create someday. Mm-hmm. And I'm just envisioning this like old school looking car um, with two individuals and like there is like some high speed chase, but like with 1960s cop cars, oh. um, which is kind of the image that's used mm-hmm. on the backdrop. Mm-hmm. And and I sort of in this like weird daydream started imagining this story of these uh, these two robbers, one is a, an accomplice and the other is kind of more in charge and um, they go to some sort of like gas station or liquor store and they uh, the passenger the passenger guy he's uh, kind of just there like along for the ride but the guy on the driver's side goes in pulls out a gun, robs it and shoots the guy. I'm like, this is a daydream okay? And they shoot the guy and they kill him and they jet back into the car then the song picks up and then it starts off and then they screech off and then I'm envisioning like somehow cops just follow him and it's high speed chase and so You have very vivid dreams. Yeah. Like it very was, Tarantino. It was weird, I was sober <laughs> yeah. and it was, yeah <laughs> it was a weird m- moment but uh I started just kind of daydreaming and just elaborating it, and then these words started coming into it, like, um, uh, look back, you know, how far we've come, and all we know, we'll find. And this is, the, the perspective in the song is coming from the guy in the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. He's, not, he's taking the he's risk. Yeah, he's, he's a... just like, how did I get in this situation? Like, how did I get in this place right now? Like, we were going, and the guy just shot someone, and I'm now in the car, and the cops are following us. Like, how did I get in this place? Um, bad timing bad timing yeah <laughs> whatever but you know my life <laughs> yeah yeah this this is really metaphor um and uh then it just progresses and you know as the, the song evolves like the story kind of elaborates and um the chorus is just sort of this moment of just like a gunfight essentially where these guys are shooting at the the cops and the cops are firing back and like so I had this whole vision of this music video, this high-budget music video that we'll never make, but <laughs> but the song came out of it. it you can cool. try. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. I mean, we need some explosions and stuff, and make Just a car. Pitch it to somebody. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. That's, you got the vision. So You're like, you want a Hollywood blockbuster and YouTube <laughs> yeah. video? Yeah, get totally. to feature my music. <laughs> yeah, that's, it, that's that's all the catch though. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's where the song came from. Where do you see the band going in the next year or the future? That's a question we recently sat down and had a conversation with. So yeah, I'd like yeah. everyone else to kind of share their side. And like I said, He's like, favorite. I didn't think that far ahead, man. <laughs> I mean, like um, today? And yeah. then. I think we have a good formation for the band going on right now. So I think our vision is to, um, you know, release more music that is, um, you know, more 
consumable, I guess, in a lot of sense, and then perform a lot more shows afterwards, I guess. Um, but, I mean, I like the energy that we have right now and everything, so, um, you know, I think, you know, we're proud of the achievements that we have so far, but we got to keep going. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Keep it going. Keep yeah. it going. Every day is a new day, I guess. Right. Um, Want to just keep moving forward, and uh, I mean, this year we we uh, we got a chance to play the Women's March. Oh, cool! Yeah. I was there. It was a hundred thousand people. Yeah. Were you on the stage? Oh, I must have missed you guys. Yeah. Were you before Joan Baez? Yeah. I had no clue we, she we was going to be Joan there. Yeah. No <laughs> clue. When I heard she was on stage, I was like, "Holy fucking yeah. shit!" It it's 1967, and I'm going to piss my pants right yeah. now. Joan yeah. <laughs> Baez. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we we could go surreal. I I can't believe I didn't piss my pants. <laughs> I did a little bit. And I didn't yeah. tell anybody. It was raining, so no one could tell. No one okay. could tell. Yeah. Got lucky. It was pretty funny, though, right? How it was like the weather was perfectly fine, and yeah. then when the march started, it just yeah. started yeah. to pour. Yeah, it didn't stop the weather got angry with us. Yeah. 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 It was like, don't do it. But I made it all the way to Embarcadero, yeah, yeah. ran into the ferry building to get warm, <laughs> yeah, and sure. Phil's was closed. They were no. like, yeah. but. Uh, Pete's hooked it up. Okay, all right. All right, came through. Yeah, I was like, Pete supports women, but I don't know about Phil. But, um, so what was that experience like? It was awe-inspiring. Yeah. We got up there, we did our sound check, and, you know, there was like a couple people there, here and there, and then we, we got off the stage, and, you know, they, they opened it up, and they were like, all right. We have your fearless leader coming on. And then we got up there. And I, I didn't look out into the audience at first. Yeah. Just kind of went and checked for my, my stuff, my equipment, make sure it was all good. And then I turned around. It was just a flood of people. It was just, yeah. It was, I mean, my jaw dropped. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Huge so, shout whoa. out to the organizers of yeah. the event. Um, it, I think it yeah. was a successful event and with like mm-hmm. so, so, such a, you know, such great energy all around. And, you know, I don't know. I, it was like pretty hard times for sure. But then to see that, it very much gave me hope. Um, yeah. I think it gave hope in all of us when we went up on that stage. Um, yeah. Just to provide as um, much um, energy to the supporters as much as possible right. on the stage. That was that was on my mind at least. Yeah. 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 Thanks for supporting us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was an honor. It was a great, great honor yeah. to be part yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, how did you guys get involved with the event? Um, I think one of our, uh, one of the person came to our show and saw how energetic we were up on stage, and then I think she said, yeah, that's the band that I, what, so we were the first, um, act to go up, um, no speakers or anything, just, we were the first band to go up, Mm -hmm. so I think, um, she definitely wanted a lot of energy as we started, Mm -hmm. started out, so we were the band, I guess, yeah. It was a pretty, pretty amazing day. Yeah, Yeah, it was a great day, yeah. My brain didn't believe it. Like, when I saw yeah. that crowd, <laughs> my brain just went like... You were like, I'm as big as CG. the yeah, Rolling Stones like, right now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, my, my brain just, like, denied that there was a crowd out there. Yeah. yeah. But You're then like, afterwards, we freaked out pretty hard <laughs> yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Fangirl moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we fangirl yeah. ourselves. Yeah, ourselves. The yeah. moment. We did the it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you were to choose an air... Uh, performance space in the Bay Area, where would you guys play? Would it be in San Francisco or the East Bay? Oh, San Francisco for sure. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, his home. Yeah, you got your favorite. Um, the we we headlined the rickshaw uh, a couple of days after the the uh, women's march, and I I love the rickshaw stop. I mean, yeah. thus far we had we did have an opportunity to play at the Fillmore, which was surreal. But that's not like that that seems like unfathomable. I don't know. Like it happened, though. It did it happen. <laughs> so it happened, but like realistically, I'll say within the next year, I don't see that happening again. Yeah, we had a lot of surreal. Yeah, shows. We, like a woman's march. Twenty sixteen like, and playing at the twenty seventeen was pretty amazing. You know? What was the Fillmore show for? This was a uh, an event through Pandora. The, oh, okay, the, the radio yeah. service. So we yeah. For it. Yeah. So they set up this huge music event, and yeah. we uh, were honored to be a part of it but i think we're very comfortable in like um shouts us to like amnesia i think that's yeah. a great great venue mm-hmm. i think yes. like you know beer right in the mission shouts yeah. us to mission venues right. you know and um i think there's just like when it's like that intimate you just feel mm-hmm. like the you just feel every person in the crowd um, right yeah the, so the energy they, yeah they, for sure and then yeah. you share the moment and everything and i think we feel really comfortable in those situations still and yeah know, yeah we have a good i mean i feel like we have a good uh history at hotel utah also yeah. it's a venue that most people that i know don't choose to play at but uh a while back 2015 mm-hmm. we we did a residency there there was like a it was a thing for bands that like, oh, we're doing a residency, like mm-hmm. the, maybe three, four month period of time where everyone wanted to do a residency, and if you could pull it off, it's like you did it. And so, I don't hear much from them anymore. Are they Hotel still? Utah? Yeah, they're still alive. Oh, they're, they're still there. They're still like they're booking still bands like No Brian. Tomorrow. They're there, but yeah. <laughs> most people we interview, it's just Bottom of the Hill. Is, seems to be like the place. Bottom that, of the Hill is yeah. another one yeah. too. Yeah, that was a, that that was a fun yeah. venue. There's a, there's a chance we may be there this summer. We'll see. Oh, cool. That's uh, yeah, we're working on it. We're working on a few different dates in the yeah, summer. Yeah, we so had to we'll reject see. some open. Yeah, because yeah, because again, we're focusing on recording. We've had to sort of. You guys are famous already. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. What's going on? Marcus. No, no, no. Humble, oh, humble. You guys are moving to LA. It's inevitable. <laughs> no, no, that's not happening. You're gonna be on. That's no. what happens when bouncers are successful. I'll move to New York before LA. Okay, I like you, man. I accept that. Aisha's from there. She knows. She's like. Yeah. But I don't belong there. No, no. It's fun to go visit. I like. We got to do a little road trip down to LA last summer which was super fun okay um so it's we hope to kind of branch out of the city a little bit more because we're Mm -hmm. not going to play as much here locally it kind of allows us a little bit more energy to kind of like say all right maybe let's go down to LA let's go to Santa Cruz let's go north like let's see let's kind of just just do it yeah let's just run around and have fun and see what happens and yes. see what kind of see feedback we happens. get. But yeah. San Francisco is always home. home yeah, this is home. So you'll remember us when you're yeah. on <laughs> We're going to come back DRL here a year from today and then we'll see kind of where we're at. When you're on yeah. Jimmy Kimmel, you'll like hook it up and play yeah. us out. Because I wanted to meet him. So. Jimmy? Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel was great. He, he, he did great good. at the Oscars. Yeah, he did pretty good. The, the ending was awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was actually watching most of it, but I turned it off right before that no. happened. I was like, I missed the best I was part crying of it. when he started you playing the music over um, Matt Damon. And he's just like trying to talk and the music just getting louder. I was crying. That was pretty yeah. good. I was dying, but was yeah. No, that was... 
All right, we'll, we'll hook it up with Jimmy Kimmel. We'll okay, thank you. Bring him here. Appreciate you that. I'm, I'm putting. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Jimmy Kimmel. I'm yeah. putting out the feelers now because I know okay. it's already in. Right. right. <laughs> Ask and you shall receive. Should we play another song? Sure. Why not? Yeah. Which one shall we do? Um. Let's see. What do we got? What do we got? Even though you ruined it, again. <laughs> we know how to get rid of sink, people. <laughs> We're trying to push it. And yeah. Um, I don't know. We can do one of our old ones from the original EP. This okay. So this EP was recorded. Uh, let me rewind. Your fearless leader has evolved over time. You know, it original original core of it was four individuals. Then Lucas joined us for our EP release show, which is what this debuted for. Only thing is, we didn't have trumpet in this any of these recordings. Son of a... But, uh, <laughs> but he added it live, and after that show, I was like, you want to be in the band? And so... And he did. So this, this was kind of the, uh, the single from, the, from that, out of that record, I guess. Uh, this one's called Father's Son. Um, let's check it out.
venues at. Yeah. yeah. The most randomest venue in San Francisco. That you Might play. as well go to Amoeba and play there. Amoeba? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, that would be kind of cool, actually. Yeah. Yeah, most yeah, random music venue? Oh, we, I played at 50 Mason Social House a long time ago. 50 Mason! <laughs> She's, we run the door there before, no, and it was uh, hard. It was <laughs> terrible. There. I think some of my friends who are listening were at that show. Uh, that was... I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> it was kind of a weird place. It was awkward. Liked it, oh though, because it was awkward. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. I it guess. was an awkward... Um, place for i'm actually going to the restaurant across the street the farmer brand farmer farmer brand. Brand. okay that's delicious though. it's so good but um oh, 50 yeah. mason yeah i, I liked I it you got it to dance with the prince who's the prince he's oh, a prince this guy who's in um disney on ice he plays um <laughs> oh, oh, something rider from tangled flynn rider flynn rider uh, wow whoa okay I, I almost fell on the floor so he can't be that good oh. <laughs> he's not lucky. skating at that point <laughs> claim to fame cool story. but um no it was it was a fun venue i was kind of sad to see it go but I was yeah. kind of, I think I, my, one of my roommates at the time, she was an artist, so they had a, like an, a going away art show thing. So we went there and there's great music, but it was packed actually, but that was like the most I've ever seen it. Mm. It's just in a bad neighborhood. I just like their bathroom. Bad. Their bathrooms are cool. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Actually, I miss their bathrooms. Come back with me, Mason. Bring the bathrooms back. <laughs> uh, um, I got another one for you. Um, they don't do um, music anymore. But it was a Sunny. brainwash. Cafe. Yes, brainwash. Actually, Pam, our coordinator, she does comedy My there. My friends were listening. I think they're at brainwash also. Oh, cool! <laughs> and you can do your laundry and get a bagel, right? Yeah, you can. They yes. have awesome food. Yeah. They have awesome food. That's how they pay the band. They don't give them cash, but they're like they'll give you a meal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's worth it. You know, the starving musicians work for kind something. Of a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> Let us do laundry here. I would play a show for free laundry. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. 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 Uh, we played at Milk Bar one time. Too. No, not Milk, sorry. Um, Grand Green in North Beach. Mm-hmm. That was a total DIY. They just dropped the What's equipment. it called? Grant and Green. It's on the okay. corner of Grant. Is it like Green. a bar? It's a bar. It's a bar. And like, you go on their website. It's like under construction for the past five years. <laughs> and that's like, our website. I don't know how I booked a show there, really. But like, we we were there, and it was like you just asked a bartender, right? Did yeah, they go you up just, on that stage. Yeah, yeah. they just I guess, but they just dropped off the equipment, the cables, and we're just like plugging stuff in, and just like okay, and we yeah. packed the place out. It was super yeah. fun. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Would you play there that again? Random wall, maybe. That's just right there on the. Oh, yeah, that's like Slims. They have that pillar, and you're oh, just like. Yes. Did you ever play at the Red Devil? No. Oh my God, that no. one too. I love that place. I, I got but a you know what I'm to play there, about. and there's this huge pillar, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Like yeah. We went to see Sherry. Um, Sherry, Sherry, Sherry Curie from yeah. The Runaways. It was called what? Chemos or something like that before that? Or? No, no. The Chemos is a different uh, place. I uh, never Chemos went to that. Is, I never went there either. But that was but on. I Polk? played there. I actually did a um, my 25th birthday there. At Chemos. Chemos. Hello. <laughs> Packed the place out there. Um, All right. My old band. But uh, Chemos turned into Playland? Playground? That's right. That's right. Play- yeah. That's on Polk Street. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Some like bougie. Yeah, oh, and that place closed down because it was uh, the, the owners were selling drugs. Yeah. And they like closed down and got they got new ownership, so they're back open again. Clean and sober. Yeah. <laughs> they got yeah. clean. I'm gonna go investigate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like the busker on Twenty Fourth Bart. Which one? I don't want to run him out. But I feel like the violinist. 
there's a bunch of violinists so you don't wouldn't know who I'm talking about but there's a violinist there who stops playing music and somebody will approach him and then like they exchange something and I'm just like it's Ooh. not a CD okay it's being interchanged so busking yeah. or basking ba- busking yeah busking yes <laughs> they change from CDs to flash drives now so that's what he was flash drives sure yeah. wink wow. <laughs> I mean I watched John flash Wick drive. part 2 and everyone's you know like, like our coworker was talking about that she said it's absolutely amazing and we have to oh, see it oh it's great it. yeah it's, it's good. Keanu Keanu Reed. that guy's badass I love Keanu I'll have Whoa. to watch both of them now oh yeah it's great it's really ridiculous like they know how ridiculous it is too it's very self-conscious yeah it's great i'll have to watch it um tell us a little bit more about father's son is that personal yeah am i gonna start crying no no that's not a heartfelt song um i mean it's it's we have daddy issues yeah who does it right um marcus sheds a single tear every time every time just uh, just one just one and uh No, it's uh, it's sort of a reflection on uh, my uh, paternal upbringing and you know the the father figures in my life that I had and uh, Ooh, there was the tissue. Uh, Just kidding. I know I, I have no tissues. And uh, get into you it. know I there there's great things about you know my fathers and the way that I was raised. I had two. I had a stepfather and biological and um, and uh, but there were also certain things about you know how I was raised that I sort of didn't want to carry on in my own life, right? And didn't want to continue in certain patterns that I saw in them. And so that song sort of is coming from that place. And it sort of has a sort of circular motif as On the Run did, but in a different way where it um, it's just a sort of cycle pattern, you know, that I didn't want to continue. And musically, I try to capture that, you know, by having a cert- sort of circular movement. The drums like, <coughs> will interchange with the guitar parts that are, again, it's just creating a sort of cycle. More like a loop-to-loop. Yeah, it's like... I'm, it's trying to move forward. Right. An emotional I'm, roller coaster, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's me it's just kind of singing about getting out of that. Mm-hmm. And when you're writing songs, is it the lyrics that come first? Is it the general idea or does the music come first it's been more music first lately right yeah lately i'd say lately it's been music we've been sort of just kind of sitting in a room together and just jamming and finding little ideas that we like and then sort of kind of evolving and kind of just being like okay what do we feel what like what is this song saying Mm -hmm. like what do we um and yeah and then i've been kind of just sometimes get lucky and i'll write a couple good lines that sort of just connect and flow what are some running themes in your music or do you care how, how, I mean how would you interpret it? like some of, some of the themes I mean I have my personal themes as the writer but yeah being be current and up to date um, I would just say the current the, the lot it's life it's life that's what it is it's real life real life real, real life. life like real world real world San Francisco. like MTV. real world San Francisco and you know and then also put a little story to it. Yeah, I mean, you know? I think Marcus's themes have a little bit like of a distress in the lyrics, but musically there's just so much um, that's pushing the theme forward that it comes out as a little bit more, um, I don't know, there's distress, but you kind of like go through it with each involvement of like 
instruments that comes in, it supports that up and then gets through that distress by the end of the song. That's how I see it, like, would like to see it. Yeah. yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. I, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Aww. And the live shows are always, like, so fun, too. Like, it's like, yeah. I don't know, it's what? like, there's always, like, a theme of, like, we either go slow mm -hmm. on some songs, but there's still a huge progression of a theme. We try to focus on that as much right. as possible, and having a lot of uh, talented musicians and like, you know, great, um, you know, themes mm -hmm. behind the back supporting it. The real having a solid core definitely yeah. gets it yeah. more going. Yeah, it's it's amazing sometimes with the songs that we've written thus far that I can, I can sit there in a room and I have a sort of vision and I can hear it in my head and I can try and some gibberish, like express what I hear. And they sort of are able to like catch on to it, and like we're we'll able to like put it together yeah. and create something. And yeah, you know, in terms of themes, um, I feel like my writing is becoming a little bit. I'm exploring different sides to myself. Um, I did a lot of growing in 2016 um, from many different life experiences that happened. Um, it was an epic year. It was an it was an amazing year, and I I kind of define an amazing year as how much I grew. Um, and thus far I've been growing every single year, so I hope to continue this pattern of growth, but um, 2016 I, I feel like I grew a lot um, and it really kind of set the tone and the pace I wanted to transition into 2017. Um, so with this year, you know, I'm trying to become a little bit more conscious about the way I feel in regards to not just the good stuff in my life, you know, but also just kind of the things that are not so great and both in a micro and macro sense, mm -hmm. um, you know, and I think sure. that's something that we're all trying to be conscious of mm -hmm. how, how our, right, how, how is our personal experience being affected on a grand scale and how is the macro affecting our daily lives, yeah. you know, and, and if we're able to find a way to kind of articulate that in a way that is, you know, comprehensible but unique you know i think it, it it can be a powerful thing Ooh, it's like a psychological thriller i mean it sounds like we're like taking ourselves too seriously but like, yeah like, yeah i, 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 was, I, I was just going like to all the time like like, like i poke fun at his lyrics like i know he plays a riff and i'm like that's celebrity skin i hate it yeah i hate it yeah i make we make fun of him like so much i'm like, like i'm doing something the, so yeah. original during no. live songs like he would do something or something and i would just like give him a look and i know that's a good song to rip off yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although yeah. I don't know if it's a good idea to get in with uh, Courtney Love. Yeah. Yeah. Beats with her, nobody yeah. wins. Yeah, every time he comes up with a riff, I just tear it. Down. Yeah, which yeah. is good I'm because sure. you know I don't want to put my energy in something that's going <coughs> to pan out. You know, yeah. I want to do something unique. No. You need a good critic, yeah. Yeah, and I, the, I think with working with talented musicians that are in this band, it, it's not, it's not hard to get criticized <laughs> but it's all constructive yeah so it's, it's enhancing our sound and how we move for, forward together how did you guys find each other through the internet um <clears throat> for me i was uh playing in this band called brass animals uh beforehand and then marcus emailed the whole band and then um i i saw them before at this um you know um 
Music City. Shout out to mm. Music City Rehearsal. Music City Rehearsal. <laughs> Shout out. And then um, mm-hmm. we yeah. were doing um, band, Battle of the Bands, and Brass Animals was there, and Your Fearless Leader was there. Yeah. But Your Fearless Leader, when I saw them performing, like it very much stuck out to me of how original that band was. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw that Marcus was asking for a horn section, I was gladly, I, I was like, yeah, dude, like their music is great. So dude. I, I yeah. joined in for a few rehearsals and then, yeah. He was the only one from the whole band to actually respond. And I was just like, <laughs> all right, we'll take it. We'll take yeah, what we get. And, uh, we'll do it, we'll do it. And then they kicked him out of the band, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, just no, kidding, back. just no, kidding. I left, yeah. Good terms. It it's was like, amicable, I man. quit involuntarily. <laughs> it happens, and then yeah. you make up. <laughs> just like a relationship, it's right? Like, we'll carry you. We'll, yeah, you yeah, can cry yeah. on my shoulder. Yeah. Okay, it's, it's, it's okay. It's <laughs> Hopefully it's all good now. Yeah. And for me, oh man, this story. <laughs> um, so I had this uh, band previous, it was called... Spank Bank, I hated that name. <laughs> uh, and uh, we we totally um, had this huge falling out, like over playing a Christmas show. Oh, I was like, a show is a show is a show is a show. Let's Christmas do this, right? <laughs> and they didn't want to do it, so I was like, okay, fine. So um, I was like, if you guys don't want to, you know, really be a business about this, then like, you know, we can't really move forward and keep this going. So they all they were like, fine. So we broke up the band. And I was like, man, I'm really itching to play. So I, I had seen uh, Your Fearless Leader play at Elbow Room like a f- month or two before and I had gotten the, all their contacts. I was like, you guys are amazing. One of these days, I'm probably going to you know, <laughs> see if I can come and talk to you guys. So I was like, I play guitar, a little bit of keys, bass, some violin. I could back up. You know, I could you know, maybe fill in for somebody if they're not there or something like that it's like anything that you want me to do i'll be there i'll I'll play with you guys you are a one-stop shop yeah (laughs) yeah all right so um and then and then marcus is like yeah sure uh come bring your bass and uh you know we'll check it out and this was uh january of last year a little before Um, a little little, yeah it was a little bit it was like december january of last year and so I go in there, and they're like, and, and Marcus is like, so we have a show at the end of January. No, February? Was it January. End of January. The end of January. Yeah. We have the show at the end of January, so it's about three, four weeks away. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a 17-song set list. <laughs> it wasn't that long. <laughs> it was long, but it, it was It was long. about 17 yeah. songs. <laughs> yeah, we're, um, we're ambitious. We have about a 17-song set list, uh, and so we'll kind of do a trial by fire. You know, you learn all these songs, and, you know, you play. And I'm going, holy shit. (laughs) What did I sign up for? Snap. Okay, okay, learn, 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 learn. And so it was at Amnesia, and we played the show. It was amazing. The whole place was back. And I was hooked. And I was like, okay, Marcus, we'll... we'll, we'll, uh, (laughs) How did I do? Yeah. <laughs> and and I'm still here today. Yeah. <laughs> One year later. Yeah. It all amazing, worked out. Road. Yeah. Amazing road. So I feel so blessed to be a part of this band. Awesome. Well, yeah, you guys kind of, I like the dynamic. It seems like you kind of bounce off of each other. It's oh, not yeah. Just we have like, very different personalities. For yeah. Sure. yeah. Good and bad. Uh, no clashes. No clashes. No clashes. No, yeah. 
Yeah. Not yet. We, Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Let's, Just wait till MTV stick, comes knocking. in a van for a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they'll yeah. see how that goes. Go across yeah. country. And then get like, back Marcus will write songs about how much he hates it. And, then <laughs> and they'll, they'll criticize it, and I'll be like, it's so real and raw, though. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll be like, it's so cliche, Marcus. Yeah. It's like, dude, that's yeah. a good concept album, like one diss song for each band. <laughs> and I'm just like, that, that actually is your diss album. Perfect. Yeah. Album. All right, let's write that down. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's how much I hate you. Yeah. Yeah. Writing songs on the air yeah. at Mutiny Radio. Yeah. Do you want to play one more song? Yeah. What? What? Ghost. Run again. Ghost. <laughs> on the ghost stories. Ghost or? stories. Yeah. Ghost. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we got one more song. So this one is like more song. a cool song that we did. Or They're the, all cool. Or the one. <laughs> the we one. Do the overture cool into song. the one. <laughs> It'd be random to start at just the one. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, yeah. Okay, so we'll do. Let's do the overture. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so we're gonna start with. So the this has a sort of like intro kind of thing, and it transitions into the second song. Okay, this one's called the overture.
yourself I found in Johannesburg Cape Town Cape Town and I found a part of me that really set the pace for 2016 and good. I think that's why 2016 was so, such a good year yeah. like, only for you he's like Gandhi <laughs> over here only for me traveling yeah. the world and like finding the meaning uh, of life and shit I know like, Gandhi come Gandhi not yet I'm not his age <laughs> not yet <laughs> yeah I'm not I haven't found enlightenment yet didn't he go to like I was so impressed that he had gone to like a uh, British University, like he had that yeah, background. Was yeah. it Oxford or Cambridge? Oh, no, he's an educated individual. Yeah, I always you know, thought. He's not, 
I thought that was that, that was interesting when I watched the the movie about his life. I was yeah. like, I did not know that. I find it to be fascinating. Mm-hmm. But didn't he hate women too in the end? Mm. Or he was um, kind of a, yeah. There was like a little bit of. He had like underage that. lovers. <laughs> he loved women. Okay. Yeah. Pros and cons. Pros and cons. Okay, right, right. Just like life. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so how can we find out more about you guys online? I would say, you know, we're, we're pretty good about keeping Facebook, you know, the Facebook buzz, although it's kind of a dying thing. Um, really? Do you think Bandcamp is better to stay in touch or In regards to our them? music, for sure, SoundCloud or Bandcamp, you know, I think we're going to be putting, utilizing both of those platforms musically. I think it's a great way for us to share our music for free. Um, yeah. And it's, you don't have to have like an account to use it, which is like accessible. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Do you, um, do people reach out to you like from other parts of the world and you're like, wow, I didn't know so-and-so was listening or... Yeah, I think on our Facebook page, um, we get a lot of likes from different places. For yeah, sure. it's kind of random. Um, it's kind of random, yeah. Sure. You're like, wow, somebody. Are you guys on um, Pandora? Is that what? We are Pandora. Yeah, okay. we are on Pandora too. Maybe that's. Yeah, that's maybe. What? Yeah, I think that's what. We do have a station on Pandora, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. Oh, nice. Um, and Spotify, yeah. 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 You guys are all over the interwebs. Yeah, we got it. Instagram. We are on Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah we got some cool too, photos. Yeah. Now, we're going to do a shout-out to our uh, Eli uh, with Zealous. He's our go-to photographer. Yeah. He gets amazing photos, and he captures uh, all my profile magic. photos. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From this side, from that yeah, side. Exactly. Not a, not a bad side. He, gets my, he knows my great angle, which is the 30 degrees to the right. That's every time. Yeah, it's amazing. I should have had him take my passport photo. Uh, um, I'm, he's freelance, so yeah. we'll put you in contact. Okay. Yeah. Although for a, for a passport, it's just like straight. No. You can't even like yeah. tilt your they head. Still, they still fuck it up, though. I don't yeah. know how they did that, but... They told me not to smile, and I'm like, one, two, and I just grinned. I was just like, yeah. I'm happy. Stop having yeah. a good time. Yeah, I know. This is what I usually look like. Yeah. I was like, but I always smile. They never have to tell me not to smile. They never tell you not to smile. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't. Jamil, Jamil, Jamil comes naturally to him. Comes naturally. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. Well, thanks you guys. Yeah, thank you for having for stopping us. Stopping on by. It was such a good time. It's a pleasure. And let us know when you have any upcoming shows in the Bay Area. I'd love to check yeah. it out. Some of those high energy yeah. things yeah. going yeah. on. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> The and stage is always moving when we're up on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. That's it. Any shout outs? Any uh, shout outs to our, our bandmates who are not here today? How dare you? How dare you? You guys are missing the drummer, the drummer violin, keys, uh, saxophone. saxophone. The hottest the hottest member the hottest of the band. member of the band, Aldo. Aldo, he's the not sexy here. sax. Yeah, yes. sexy sax. Oh, <laughs> yeah, sexy sax. Tell me about yeah. it, man. Yeah. Yeah, oh you guess. God. Yeah, you come to the Flash. show. You know. You ready. <laughs> you know. I saw some uh, eye candy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For me, too. Oh. Oh, yeah. Uh, any other shout I'm getting hot and bothered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, getting gosh. steamy up in here. Uh, shout out to my boy Marcos. Man. Yeah, Marcos. <laughs> so, your fearless leader, check it out for sure. Shout out to my brother Jeremy. Yeah. Whoever texts me in the next 30 seconds gets a shout out. Yeah, shout out to 30 seconds. Shout out to my mom. Yeah, we get 30 seconds. Okay, we'll give him 60 seconds starting now. I sent my mom a photo of the Women's March. 60 seconds, go. Whoever texts me. And then she responded back. Is she proud? Hannah. No, she wasn't proud. She was like, what are you doing? 
are you doing that like working <laughs> so, yeah. how is this helping anybody so every yeah. shout out to cindy shout out to my hi. boy steven duke hi guys shouts out we got 40 seconds <laughs> i'm timing it yeah. we never had so many shout outs yeah. before people are usually like eh. some people were gonna call in but i don't know oh, okay, yeah, okay so call in 415-550-0511 hurry up Yep. Put you on the 20 air. Twenty seconds. <laughs> Phone <God> a friend. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Shout out to my friend Brooke Shirley. <laughs> oh, Brooke is nice. Love you, Brooke. Fifteen seconds. That's my middle name. Love you, Brooke. That's a toy. Shout out to Kristen. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Kristen. <laughs> Thanks, girl. <laughs> Love five you. seconds. Five seconds. <laughs> One more. No, that's- oh, oh that's sorry, that's folks. So that's all you got. The sweepstakes is done. Yeah, that's thank you for having us. Mutiny Radio. No. Shout out to thank Mutiny Radio. Thank you for Radio. No problem. Oh my God. Mutiny Radio. You guys are thank super you guys fun. So much. No Keep problem. Going. This was a lot of fun. Yes. Just remember us again next time when you're go. famous. Yeah. In a year, we'll bring down uh, Jimmy LA, Fallon. Yeah. <laughs> we'll bring down Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, wait, either one. Jimmy Fallon. I forgot. He's cool too. All right, all right. I'm not gonna pick yeah. favorites. We'll bring both. I'm not gonna <laughs> pick favorites. Yeah. Bring us Tina Fey and we'll make love. Oh, Tina, okay. Now you're asking for a lie. <laughs> We're just like yeah, moving yeah, up yeah, the yeah. ladder, yeah. slowly moving up the ladder. <laughs> Stay tuned for more Mutiny Radio. Like I said, as always And I want you to surrender Yeah.
What food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good, because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com. That's 4altacalifornia.com for a non-addictive, pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4altacalifornia.com. This is Tuchel Matters with Mute in the Radio. Big up to the number one station that rule the nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase and they have a a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Yeah. Hey, welcome to.